Agents Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Real Geeks. If you want to stand out in this highly competitive real estate market, you need to make sure your online presence is dialed in. All your lead sources need to play together to create a real estate sales machine, kind of like what we have. Real Geeks brings it all together to drive your business to the level that you want. So capture leads on your modern, optimized Real Geeks website. Maximize the speed to lead with AI. And yes, they have artificial intelligence. Keep your prospects engaged with dynamic automations, which you know is the key to nurturing. Look, Real Geeks has two mobile apps as well, a CRM app and an app for the consumer. So what are you waiting for? Chat with the experts at Real Geeks about creating a pipeline to create an actual career in this business. Get your special offer at realgeeks.com forward slash lab coat. You know, as I just started that out, I, I get a lot of comments and I just met our guest today for the first time. He hasn't necessarily learned this about me yet, but as you probably just learned, Chuck, as we're talking offline versus how we talk when I get on camera, it's like the energy level just spikes. And I get that comment a lot from a lot of people that tell me, dude, you got a lot of energy, man. And uh, I have to I have to give some credit to uh, this little bottle, this little green bottle. It's called Magic Mind. I am not a scientist. I am not an expert uh, to to help you understand how this works. But I'll tell you what, I was skeptical when they when they sent this to me. You drink it alongside your morning caffeine, and uh, it it's it's supposed to basically help boost your energy, and but also help you relax, keep you focused. And I, I'll be honest, I'm not into that gimmicky crap. And uh, I am on my second case of this, and uh, it's it's got the 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 ingredients are matcha, adopt adoptogens, nootropics, and immunity. I don't know what any of that means. Uh, I know it's all natural. I know the I've run this by a couple of my friends, and uh, they say actually I had a doctor friend of mine just buy a case of it. Uh, I tell you what, it works. It uh, keeps me zoned in. It keeps me talkative, which is good for my job, and uh, I highly recommend it. It's Magic Mind, and we will put the link in the show notes of this episode for where you can go get a lab code agents discount if you want to go buy your own. Uh, I love it. It tastes good. And uh, there's there's my there's my kickoff, Chuck. So with that said, setting that aside, it's time to get down to business on some very common topics that I have not talked about on this podcast in a long time because for a time they were very diluted. And I'm talking about the old CRM. I'm talking about Agents having a website. We're talking about lead gen. And today we're bringing on the product manager of Real Geeks, Chuck Richards. And we're going to dive deep on those topics specifically, uh, how an agent should be using them, why an agent might need to have them, how they can better execute with their lead gen. Uh, but first, Chuck, welcome to the show, my friend. And uh, let's tell our audience a little bit about who you are, kind of what led you to where you are today in the business. And, uh, and then we'll take it from there. Yeah. Hey, Jeff. Good morning. Glad to be here. Glad to have you. Glad to have you. So tell us about you. Sure. So I have been with uh, Real Geeks now for a little over two years. Uh, prior to that, was working with uh, an education company called Kaplan. And 
you might think that the two are, are somewhat unrelated, but actually they, they very much go hand in hand with use of CRMs for uh, real estate agents uh, and educational platforms for students who are getting ready for tests like the MCAT or the LSAT. They're going to go to law school, medical school, business school, all those uh, great places and aspirations. Uh, back in that day, the focus was how can we take a lot of information and make it easy for these students to, to grasp onto and to, to learn, to prep themselves. Nowadays, with the CRM space here, essentially doing the same thing. How can we take all of this information that agents are keeping track of for each and every one of their leads and prospects and customers that are in their pipeline? How do we make that approachable? How can we set it up so that agents know who to focus on, where to find the information exactly when they need it so that they're not wasting time clicking around? And how do we give them the tools that they need to be able to use that information for their success and their customer success? And that's something that I have been doing uh, for about four or five years now uh, with regards to product management and trying to build these tools for, for my customers. Love it. And so what, uh, what was the segue that led you into the role that you're in now or into the real estate business? Yeah, it was actually kind of funny. I uh, you're, you're talking about uh, magic mind and, and not being a doctor. And, and that was originally my background. I went to school <laughs> wanting to be a doctor, wanting to do the research and uh, dig into those types of things, all about the well, uh, the adaptogens and, and whatnot that you were reading there. Yeah. Uh, got as far as a couple of wait lists and that was it though. And so I said, all right, I need to go back, revamp some parts of my application. Uh, but... As a college student, I'd had the opportunity to, to work as a teaching assistant in some chemistry labs, also a student instructor leading some of those course sessions. Um, and he was able to get a job initially with Kaplan out of school as a teacher for the MCAT, helping other pre-med students get ready. And you know, the goal was always, all right, just work and teach, prepare myself, get back on the med school track. But over time, that plan started to evolve as I began getting tapped to train other teachers to work on projects, developing new resources for teachers and for students. And especially back in 2015, uh, when the medical school exam, the MCAT changed, uh, we had a lot of things going on where we needed to completely retool our entire program and all of our resources. Uh, I got interested not just in working on projects, but leading projects. And so that was kind of the beginning of this gradual transition away from what my plan had been all throughout school to what it was becoming in my career, you know, working on projects, developing new features, developing tools. And, uh, you know, I had a, a great set of managers and directors that encouraged me and provided opportunities, actually ended up going back to school, not for a med degree, but got my MBA and uh, just continued forward on that business track in IT and development and uh, continuing to pursue development of projects and features for platforms and tools and technology. You know, it's funny you say that, that uh, I, I have actually interviewed multiple people that either left the medical field for real estate or had kind of went down a similar path to you. And I, I only say that because uh, for those of you that are listening to this that are either newer to real estate or maybe struggling at real estate right now, I mean, I've never heard the other way around. Uh, somebody got into real estate and decided to go into the medical field. And uh, the medical field professionals that I've talked to actually have some 
uh, not so nice things to say about the medical field and, and, you know, kind of how the way it's progressing and the opportunities to actually make far more money in the real estate world. So it's interesting. It's interesting that you even said that. And then of course you, you had to drop to drop an adaptogens on me, um, which I still don't know what the hell it means, but uh, you probably know better than I do. So um, no, that's not, cool. not so much, but yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's been similar. I was actually chatting with a guy the other day that's here in my area, similar story is what you just mentioned, you know, didn't start out in real estate. He was actually uh, kind of a, a performance guy. He was into to, to music and, and dance and, you know, wanted to go and chase the Broadway dream and, you know, had some family encouragement to do that and, you know, go, go live your best life and do all of that. And at the same time, he had this other interest in real estate through some connections, some people that he knew that recommended, Hey, we think that you've got the personality. We think you've got the skills that you would be good at doing this and helping people in this way. He's like, well, you know, I had these dreams and aspirations this year. I'm going to pursue this. Ended up not loving it the way that he thought he did. Tried the real estate business. He's been with that ever since, several decades yeah. on. Yeah, and 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 I, 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 last thing I'll say about that too is that I'm having a lot of conversations with a lot of real estate agents that are struggling. You know, I, I'm technically come from the mortgage field. I'm really in both, but uh, that industry has been struggling longer than real estate just because of the, the the current environment of our industry. And real estate is is now caught up. And I'm I'm having more conversations with agents that that message me or that that I talk to them that say. It's, this has never been harder. I've never had to market my business in 10 years or 20 years like I am now and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, we don't welcome to reality. Like if, if, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. And the reality is it was easy for a time. And that's why everybody was doing it. That's why there were 2 million licensed realtors. And now you got to get, I hate to use the cliche uh, phrase, get back to the basics because I actually don't necessarily believe, I do believe in that to a degree, but I believe in innovation. I believe that you got to evolve your business. I believe that you got to adapt to the times. And, and if, again, if you're listening to this, you know, understanding that, that, you know, this is where the rubber is going to meet the road. These cycles in our business are necessary to clean out the riffraff, to clean out the ones who try to get in for the easy. And, and that's a lot about what this podcast is about today, because for many of you, not only are you not doing or haven't done a great job of marketing your business, uh, many of you don't have a CRM or you've never, or you're not using it effectively. A lot of you aren't doing lead gen or ha are not doing it, haven't done it effectively. And, and many of you uh, have never even established or built a website. So, you know, as, as we talk about those three topics, Chuck, I'm going to ask you which one, if, if this was a funnel mm -hmm. and you've got top, middle, bottom, and it's not necessarily, but let's just say top, top, middle, bottom. Which one of those three is the top of the funnel? You got to do your, got to have your lead gen, got to have your website. And that's, that's the beginning of the funnel. That's the okay. entry point. Okay. So let's start then. Perfect. I'm glad you said that. I was hoping you'd say that. Uh, so let's start with, I'm going to start with the, the website and, sure. and, and there, and the reason why is this, because I'm a social guy, if, if you hadn't noticed, and, you know, do a lot of things with social. I'm a huge believer. And that's kind of where the future is going. It's where it's, it's where it is. It's where it's going. It, it, it's going to continue to go that route with the younger generations. Uh, it's where you want to have presence, which has led me to kind of see that a website is less necessary as it used to be. Uh, now you've got platforms like Linktree, like Beacons, like Instacard that are these more, it's it's not as robust. It doesn't cost nearly as much, uh, but it has the same functionality as a website. And 
I think on the real estate space, a, a, a website is a place to send a consumer to go do a home search, right? It's fairly traditional. What's your opinion on my take that websites are far less necessary than they used to be? Because, you know, your Instagram can serve as your primary website essentially your instacart your 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 link tree can serve as your as your primary website so what's your take on that yeah that is a great question it's definitely something that i think we're seeing some evolution on whereas previously you, you had to have the website and that was it but i agree with you jeff that a lot of it is moving more and more towards social media now that said you still do want to have the website because you want to have that space that's a little bit more focused on you a little bit more built out than what a social media platform might allow you to, to do a simple post or, you know, a tweet or a reel. Uh, those are all great and helpful, but you got to have your home base because when somebody is looking for a home or they're thinking about selling their home, they're just going to do a quick online search. And usually they're going to grab their phone that's nearby. They're going to type in "Hey, homes for sale in this area or real estate agent, this market. And you want to have a location for them to find you. And again, changing times more and more prevalently social media profiles are starting to appear higher up in those search results but you got your website that's going to tie everything together you can link out to those profiles you know maybe i'm doing my search i come across you know your uh your instagram account and you've got some reels for a couple of homes that you're currently selling or you know some information about communities or neighborhoods that you're working in but you got that website can also link to you know a YouTube channel where you're hosting longer videos, more content about yourself. You know, and I know that's something that you've talked about in a couple of recent episodes is content generation and how you can do that. And you know, there are some fantastic tools out there like AI for developing those video scripts uh, and building out content for your social profiles. But with that website, ultimately, what you're going to want your leads and your prospects doing: searching for homes, getting critical updates. And that real estate website is going to be a way for you to make sure that you're maintaining more frequent touch points with your leads while they're doing those home searches. The most critical piece of uh, information that they're going to be getting are those property search updates. You know, hey, we have three new matching results for your search criteria today. Hey, 10 new results this week. Oh, that house you were looking for, thats it's got a pending sale now, but... Here are some similar properties. Those are still some things that the social media profiles can't provide. Uh, they can enhance and you know with the content and presentation of, of your brand, but it's that website where the web searches happen that you know you want them landing as the home base. Got it. And now what about the the I, I don't know if you want to call it the uh, objection or you know maybe it's 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 what causes, you know, a, a lack of of rushing to build a website because I've I've built websites, uh, not me personally, but I've paid to build websites, and that's my point. Is it usually costs? I think on the low end, about three grand uh, to build out a website, which I think is that barrier to entry for so many people. Because, and I hear I'm guilty. I've built a website with these grandiose visions and never did anything with it. And so, you know, as, as you, you think about that, um, when it comes to that, that, that barrier, that cost, 
you know, how how does that work as it relates to a real geek? So as, as it relates to, to building out a website, is is the, is there a, a comparable cost there? Oh, absolutely. That's pretty comparable. And you've got platforms uh, these days that can lower that barrier of entry where, you know, you don't have to pay several grand for a, a tricked out site with all the bells and the whistles. You know, ultimately, you know, the goal is to get your brand out there. The goal is to set up your IDX feed. Um, Real Geeks, for example, we we provide that. We have a, a $250 setup fee uh, with our month-to-month uh, -month subscription that starts at $299 per month. And uh, that comes with the website. It comes with the templates and the tools to be able to change your logos, your headers, add your pages. And uh, it doesn't have to cost thousands and thousands of dollars. That said, you know, those options are out there, you know, as you're becoming more comfortable with it and you want to expand your site, you want to do some other things, add different widgets, um, you know, whether you might feel comfortable doing that yourself or not, or you want to contract, you know, a third-party designer, you know, all these different platforms make it so easy and flexible for you to be able to do whatever you want these days uh, that basically the sky's the limit. Uh, yeah. You can you can set it up however you want, but it doesn't yeah. have to be, uh, you know, some super expensive site and you get that the IDX feed set up, that's going to be your most important thing. Right, right. It's, it's almost like this marriage between the three is the whole point of the website. And, and I think that I'm the, I'm the living proof of that. Like, again, build website, then do what, Jeff? What, what did, what did you do? And, and literally I just let it die. And, and so, and it was a cool website. It was a sexy website, videos and all kinds of cool shit. And it led, basically it was the one-stop shop. It's like anything you want that, that I can provide it's go to the website. And, um, and, and there, there it is dead in a graveyard now. And, and so I think my point in bringing this up is using myself as the example is that I, I don't recommend you run out and build the website because you're probably going to end up just like me, not knowing what the hell to do with it. And so it's, if understanding how to use it and then using it in conjunction with lead gen and a CRM. And it sure as hell makes it a lot easier if it's all built into one, because if you go out, build website, go, go contract to buy leads from a third party aggregator and then go, uh, you know, subscribe to a third party CRM. And now you've got to bring them all together. I don't think there's going to be near the cohesiveness there. Um, that's just me as an outsider looking in. I'm sure you agree with me, uh, but talk about that a little bit about how the three work together. Yeah, it, it goes back to your original question. You know, if the the website that's the the mouth of the funnel, so to speak. You know, that's step number one, getting that set up. What do you do with it? How do you make it work for you? How do you keep it fresh so that it doesn't die? You know, make that investment worth it. Uh, you got to connect it to the rest of the funnel. And so if that website is meant to be the home base where people are searching for homes, they come there. Well, you want to be capturing that information as a real estate agent. You know, you want people coming and browsing your homes and you want their info so that you can you know, reach out, offer your services, sell yourself. Um, having an integrated CRM, so important for that. And, you know, like you said, Jeff, other platforms out there, you know, plenty of options that you can kind of a la carte pick. Okay, well, I'll do this for my website design. I'll, I'll try to get it set up with this database system over here. Uh, but there are some out there like Real Geeks where we keep it all integrated together so that it is more cohesive, that you capture your leads and your prospects and they're, they're going into your backend system. And then you work the two together. 
so that you can see, okay, all of these people that are now coming into my database because they visited my site. Um, and maybe they visited my site because I was running my Legion, I was running my ads and we're directing traffic to that website. So now we're capturing prospects. Uh, you use that CRM to say, okay, what properties have they been looking at on their website? You get a deeper look into how those folks are searching for homes, are running market reports, are performing home valuations. Uh, that, that integration is so key for being able to get those insights and to empower the conversations that you're going to have with your leads so that you know exactly how to best help them and how to best convert them. Uh, additionally, you get those insights uh, not just to fuel the conversations, but so that you can start taking steps like setting up safe searches. All right, you know, Jeff, I can see here that you favorited three different properties that had, you know, three beds, two baths. They all seem to be in this neighborhood. I'm going to create a safe search for you so that you get weekly updates on new listings that match that criteria. Jeff, here's the other cool thing about a lot of CRMs now. You were talking about, well, I set this thing up and it seems like it was a lot of work to get going. Now I don't know what to do with it the CRM can know what to do with itself to a certain extent. It'll look at those behaviors that customers are taking on your website and start sending messages on behalf. For mm -hmm. example, at Real Geeks, we've got a feature called reactive responses that if you come to my website and you favored a property, CRM is going to automatically shoot off a text to you that says, hey, noticed you favored this property. When would you like to go see it? Or if you've got the same property, you come back and you're looking at that page three times because you're thinking, man, I, that that could do something for me there. CRM is going to automatically target that behavior, shoot a text message that says, hey, I noticed that this property seems to have caught your attention. Let's set up an appointment. Yeah. I love it. <clears throat> so let's get into the, before we kind of put it all together, uh, which you're kind of doing already, I want to, I want to shift over to that it's a joke uh, at this point in lab code agents, and I, actually, I don't, I don't see them as much as I used to. But I, you know, for for a number of years, it was always the joke: what CRM do you use? It was like the most common post, and then there was constant posts mocking those posts, um, which you know, just a bunch of a holes, uh, frankly, that that are picking on people because you know, frankly, lab code agents is that's what it's for. You're supposed to go there and ask these questions, and you know what? It's easy for to lose sight of what's in there because there's so much, right? So. Um, let's, let's answer that question, uh, you know, which it is, first of all, uh, and I don't want to take this for granted because you mentioned it in the beginning and I think you're probably right. Uh, I don't think a lot of people even know what CRM stands for. And so let's, let's do a, just a quick little recap of that, of what CRM stands for customer relationship management, right. Uh, or manager Absolutely. and, and how you see it from the most primitive perspective on how an agent should be using their CRM. Because again, the reality is if I go out and interview a hundred agents, I bet less than 10 have these two things. A, have one, B, use it consistently. A lot of them might have it, 50% might have it, but less than 10 of the hundred are actually using it effectively. So let's talk about CRMs for a second. Yeah, let's do it. I absolutely agree with that observation there, Jeff, even amongst our customer base. You know, a lot of what I do is talking with customers and you know, giving their feedback about, you know, what current features and tools do we have? How can we improve on those? What can we expand? And it's it's surprising that obviously there are customers. So we know that they have the tools, but uh, the way that they use them is so varied. 
And, and sometimes there's a little bit of change management when somebody you know buys into one of these platforms and they're trying to transition away from what they used to do. So you asked, you know, what is the most primitive way in which somebody could use a CRM? And I think that the, the most primitive way is using it essentially like a, a, an electronic Rolodex, so to speak. Like this is just, this is where I put all my contact information. That's, that's the most basic, but the most basic way they should be using it is right there in that name that you described, customer relationship management. We're managing relationships with these customers. So it's not just the database where I'm keeping track of all of this information. It's my people base for where I'm managing interactions with individuals, where I make sure I'm setting them up with saved searches so that they're getting updates on properties. I'm setting them up on automated workflows so that they're receiving touch points, you know, whether those are short-term folks who are looking to transact in, you know, the next month or so, or others who maybe they're just starting to browse in the market. They're, you know, a couple months out, not quite sure what they're looking for yet. You got to nurture those relationships and the CRM helps you to manage the relationships. Um, I think it was Zig Ziglar who had said that, you know, people buy into to services they operate and they they conduct their business based on trust and you know how competitive the real estate game is you know if they're in your database odds are they're in somebody else's database too because they've been doing some online searching you, you got to compete you got to stand out the big way you do that is you earn their trust mm-hmm. and uh serum in helping you properly manage all of your information and your touch points with them can help you demonstrate your expertise and develop that trust so that they give you your their business. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love, I love how you articulated that because going back to what I said in the very beginning, where I'm hearing a lot of agents saying that they haven't had to market themselves, you know, whether you, whether you all, you listening to this want to like it or not, you know, the, the data that, that NAR puts out every year, and I haven't heard it in a year or two now, but I'm sure it hasn't changed much, which is, you know, 90% of homeowners say they'll use their agent again, but less than almost 10% actually do. Uh, and the, again, the the numbers might skew slightly from year to year. Maybe it's 85, 15. It, it doesn't matter. Either way, it's it's wildly off, massively off. And it tells me constantly that we just do a really shitty job of staying in touch with our consumer. And And many of you listening to this aren't creating a consistent social presence. Well, if you're not willing to do that, which in my opinion is the best place to meet your consumer because you're meeting them where they want to be met, then you need to have a CRM. And actually, let's be honest, Chuck, you need to have both. Uh, why not have both? So you can flip the tables on that and 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 convert uh, basically so nobody ever forgets who you are because you're constantly in their inbox, in their text message, on their Facebook feed, on their Instagram, everywhere, right? It's it's omnipresence. And so so as as we talk about this CRM, I want a lot of you to, to stop and, and think whatever you're doing right now, whether you're driving and walking on the treadmill or whatever it is you're doing, wherever you're listening to this is, you know, are you using your CRM to its fullest? Are you using it at all? And and if you're not, what are you doing that is keeping you top of mind with that consumer? Because that's what it that is what it is designed to do. And and I want to I want to shift over now to to real geeks and and talk about it because you guys talk it you know talk about it or you use it the the phrase it's the real estate sales machine, right? And so now as we put these three together, 
what does that look like? Uh, you, you already kind of mentioned some costs that go with this, but I want you to go a little bit deeper on what real geeks can do, uh, because I know there's a lot of agents listening right now, and, and keep this in mind, Chuck. One, they're struggling. They, they need anything and everything right now. They need help. Because they're struggling, their wallet is really tight to their pocket, right? They're, they're, they're not willing to spend money. And so uh, let's, with that, with those two things in mind, uh, talk about how, how Real Geeks can be a solution and really maybe help jumpstart and, and, and kick their business into new levels. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you hit it on the head. We, we set ourselves up to try to be you know, the real estate machine to try to do as much as we can for these customers. And one of our value propositions is we try to do it at a lower price point. Uh, we try not to make it so that it costs you a, an arm and a leg because we know that this is an investment you are making into your real estate business. And, and that really is the number one thing that so many folks come to us and they say that they're looking for is, you know, I'm, I'm trying to grow my business. Oh, I, I need to get my brand out there. I, I need more leads. I got to grow my business. Uh, and so we start with the website. We get all of that set up. Let's let's get your business out there. Whether you already have one or not, you know, we can we can integrate and we can bring in existing domains or we can set up one from scratch. But we want to get your brand established and out there. That's piece number one. The second thing is let's, you know, we're getting it integrated with that CRM. We're going to start letting folks know about that website, whether it's through a managed marketing platform or we just take your existing sphere of influence, make sure that's imported into your CRM, start communicating to those people, letting them know, hey, I've got my website. Hey, I'm doing this. And I, I think that that's one of the first struggles, you know, that you were mentioning there, Jeff, when you've got people that are thinking, you know, what, what do I do? How can I set myself apart? One of the first struggles that a lot of folks have is, is they're you know, kicking off their Real Geeks platform is, all right, I've got my website set up. Do I just kind of hang out and wait for new leads to come in? No, you, everybody, no matter at what point of the game you're at, you know, you've been playing for years and years or you're just starting out, you have an existing sphere of influence. You have people that you can go ahead and start putting into that CRM and start sharing your website, start differentiating yourself as the market expert, start communicating. Uh, I, I was laughing a little bit listening to, to your, uh, you had Jordan Cohen on, you know, for him, that first listing uh, came from the girlfriend's parents. And, uh, you know, before he knew it, not only had he sold and listed his first home, but he, he had a new set of in-laws. So you, you always have people that you can start with. Uh, they don't necessarily have to be the folks that come to you and say, hey, you're a real estate agent and I'm looking to buy a home. So that's the that's the first challenge to overcome. Let's let's get people into your your CRM while you wait for your new website to start, you know, building up its SEO and to start having uh, organic traffic or paid traffic, however you're approaching your lead gen. That's important. Yeah. The second challenge that people have once they do start to get folks into their CRM, they they say, okay, I'm trying to grow my business. I want more leads. I need more leads. I'm looking for the people that are ready to transact now. Many agents make the mistake of focusing so much on the lead generation and getting new folks into the database that they kind of let the ones that are already in there fall by the wayside. And so the next challenge to overcome and to focus on is using the communication tools in the CRM, whether you know, you're sending one-off text messages or emails or make, taking advantage of the automations to... Uh, be doing workflow campaigns for you, but you want to make sure that you're keeping contact 
with all of those people. Get them subscribed to a drip campaign, whether that's you know something in the short term where you're sending them a couple of texts and emails within a few days, trying to spark that engagement and draw draw their interest. Or if somebody says, you know, I'm just feeling out the market, it's probably still going to be a couple of months. Great. Let's automate a campaign where they they get a weekly message from you, just checking in, letting yeah. them know, hey, I'm still on your side. When you're ready to go, I'm here. Here are some suggestions to take a look at in the meantime. Uh, so got to use that CRM you know, with the people that you're getting in there, not letting them fall through the cracks, not, not making the mistake of just focusing so much on the new leads that everybody else that's already in your system is kind of just sitting and being acted on by other people that have those folks in their systems. Um, and I think that that's one thing that, you know, some of the coaches that we have with Real Geeks, something else that, you know, we really try to focus on, you know, we partner with lab code agents. We have some of our other uh, coaches that do regular uh, Facebook broadcasts. And we, we also do other podcasts and webinars where uh, we try to build up a support community uh, at Real Geeks. So we try to make sure that we're, we're empowering agents to help other agents. And it's something that, you know, honestly, I, I find extremely impressive is you think about how competitive real estate is and how much agents want to set themselves apart. You think it would be a little bit more cutthroat and everybody out for themselves and not wanting to share the tips and the best practices. That, that's not been my observation or experience. It has been impressive to see how much agents support one another and are willing to share, hey, here's my template for kickstarting this conversation. Hey, here's my approach, my workflow for the way that I nurture these leads. Um, so with Real Geeks, you know, one of the things that we really try to do is to help foster that community um, and that experience so that agents can help each other overcome challenges as well and give best tips and practices for, for using the different tools. I love it. What, what, and I, wanna, I wanted to ask you too about uh, the lead gen component. Um, you had mentioned offline, you know, it's obviously you can connect to, to any to any platform that you might have, uh, but there is a lead gen component that they can uh, that can use through Real Geeks, correct? That's right. We have our Real Leads program is what we call it. And, uh, you know, that touches on another challenge and another struggle that folks have is, you know, hey, I, I've got the website, right? How do I run ads? How do I do all of this managed marketing? Well, you know, you can you can leave that over to the experts. You know, there are, you know, here at Real Geeks, one of the things that we do is we try to take that burden off your plate so that one, you don't have to worry about it. Uh, you don't have to spend the time. You can spend more time having interactions with the leads come in. You know, focus on the people, not just managing all of the things for the business that that we can do for you. The other great advantage of that is we've been doing this for you know over 15 years. We've got the know-how, we've got the best practices, we know how to configure and set up those campaigns and how to run the ads, who to target, how to configure everything. That's not something that you know you as an agent need to worry so much about. Let the let the experts take that off your plate. And again, it kind of circles back to something else that you were commenting on, Jeff, is that that's another expense. Obviously, you know that's something that you have to pay into. But the way to look at that is an investment in your business that's going to pay off dividends when it comes time for the returns. Because just you know a single transaction or two you're, you're going to more than cover what those upfront costs are for running those ad campaigns. What does that look like? 
What does that look like with you guys? Because I think a lot of people are becoming familiar with the, a lot of where, the way the lead aggregators are going, which is less about a cost and more about a percentage now, right? It's it's kind of changed. Uh, what does it look like with Real Geeks? Yeah, so with Real Geeks, we have a couple of different platforms. So we have our traditional managed marketing. It starts at uh, $300 as the administrative fee plus $300 that then starts to go into setting up for the ad spend. That's That's our base. And that comes with, you know, an account manager that's going to be very hands-on, checking the performance of the campaigns, making tweaks, making adjustments, providing you reports. Uh, it starts from there, and then it can grow. You know, if you if you want to put more money in, obviously the better results that you're going to have, the more you spend, the more you're going to be having your ads online, and and you're going to see more. We're also very excited about a brand new tool that we're we're finishing up some testing and just starting to roll out called our Traffic Blaster. For those folks who maybe are not as experienced running ad campaigns or want to kind of ease into the water a little bit more. And this is something that's kind of geared more towards new agents and new Real Geeks customers. But this Traffic Blaster customer, uh, campaign starts at a much lower price point. It's it's only a $300 a month commitment total. So half what the other basic uh, packages for our full managed marketing. And that uh, programmatically creates Google ad campaigns to start getting traffic going to that brand new Real Geeks website. Nice. So you guys are you guys are doing Google SEO, which which by the way is still arguably maybe the most powerful lead source that exists and still the most underutilized. That's right. And so we we focus a lot on Google, but then you know, going back to our real leads program that managed marketing, that's got additional options for things like uh different search engines like Bing, for example, or getting set up on, on Facebook, uh, getting ads and brands out for things like Instagram, for example, going back to all the social accounts that we were talking about earlier, still, you know, super important. Anything that you can do to be getting your, your brand and, uh, you know, driving people to that website so that they're doing searches and getting in your database. Love it. Love it. So uh, how would you kind of uh, wrap this up uh, from, from, you know, obviously, you know, we've, 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 we've touched on each component and talk about how they all work together. Uh, what would kind of be your parting thoughts and, and where is the best place for them to find you or learn more if they're interested? Yeah. Best place to learn more. If interested, realgeeks.com. Uh, we've got lots of information there and it breaks down each of the segments that we've been talking about, you know, our approach to lead generation, uh, our options for websites and then of course the CRM. Uh, I think parting thoughts for how I would wrap it all together is uh, whether it's real geeks or you're you've got an existing platform that you're working at, something that I hear very often from folks is, you know, this this tool seems pretty big. It seems pretty complex. I, I recognize that there's value here. I recognize that it can help me grow my business and do all these things, but you know, I'm not, I'm not really a tech person. I am afraid of breaking this. Don't be afraid of breaking it. You know, with here at Real Geeks, I always tell our customers, there's nothing that you can do on your back end that we can't help fix for you. You know, so so click all the things, try them out, experiment. I mean, that's the, the spirit of lab code agents, right? Is yeah. we're trying new things. We're trying new tools. We're trying new methods. You know, experiment with your system. Uh, make it work for you. It can do awesome things and you don't need to worry about breaking it. Um, you know, you take the learnings, you know, maybe something doesn't go quite the way that you want it to. And that's okay. That's, that's a learning. That's how lab work is done. You know, I think back again to where I started as a pre-med working in a chemistry lab with my own lab coat, 
I, you know, I brought all those skills forward and how I run experiments and test my features and do my research. But it's the same thing as a real estate agent. Try different tools, try different ways of tailoring your messages to different market segments, try different uh, cadences for how often you're communicating with and interacting with different uh, market segments. Um, you know, let, let that tool and that whole ecosystem of the website with your lead gen and your CRM, let it work for you, you know, try it, try it out, just experiment with different ways to, to customize and configure it to, to your style and your business, because it, it doesn't have to be a one size fits all. And we talked a little bit about sharing best practices and, you know, there's something to be said about learning from other people's experimentation, but, you know, try your own thing, you know, and you never know what you're going to have to be able to share with other people. I like it. I like what you did there too, the old lab coat, uh, because, you know, after all, we are exploring the science of real estate. That's what this is all about. And <clears throat> listen, going back to what we said in the beginning, there's, there is, we're, we're at an uncomfortable time in our industry and it's time to make some uncomfortable decisions and you got to do things that you've maybe never done before. And and I'm glad you said that, Chuck, because I do believe that, uh, you know, when you, when you think about all of those components, it can become daunting for someone that's never done much marketing that is not technologically savvy. But uh, I, I would make the argument uh, that, that, Rather, again, rather than investing in one and dipping your toe in the water, which you're going to do nothing with, use me as your example, uh, jump straight in, do a cannonball and 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 go for it all. And I I would I would definitely say if, if I was advising anyone, go find a platform that has it all, uh, because it's actually going to, I think, be a hell of a lot easier uh, to manage and use because you're going to have that support. You're not going to have three different platforms that you have to, that have to talk to each other. And uh, it's going to be much more cohesive. I think uh, Real Geeks is a, is a fantastic solution uh, for anybody that's, that 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 needs that kick in the kick in the rear where your business needs a kick in the rear. Uh, so you said realgeeks.com, correct? Realgeeks.com. And you can learn all about, you know, our own CRM websites, lead generation to your point, Jeff, if maybe you've got a system that already kind of works for you, you've got a few pieces in place. Great. Bring them on over. You know, we also try to be very flexible with our, our, the way that we've got our APIs set up to do integrations with other platforms. We can connect with different CRMs. We can connect with different real estate tools, things like uh, brokerment, for example. So doing that transaction management for as you've got leads that are ready to, to start purchasing homes and you want to keep track of all the different documentation in the forms. And, you know, there's so much that can be done. Just get out there and, and do it and make use of the tools and, and, I can promise you'll have the success because I've seen the people that get in that try it out. They see that success. I love it, man. And then if you couple it with, uh, with, with something like a magic mind, boy, you're going to have all kinds of focus That's and right. <laughs> you, you, you dial in. Uh, so you're going to go to realgeeks.com. And then after that, you're going to go to magicmind.com forward slash lab coat. And if you do that and you put in lab coat 20, you're going to get 20% off. So uh, go check that out. Uh, Chuck, it's been a pleasure, man. It's been fun chatting with you and, and, and sharing and hopefully uh, we, we get some, some people that get, this is that swift kick in the rear end to say, damn it, I need to do something and I need to invest in my business because doing nothing is, is going to yield nothing. So, That's right. um, realgeeks.com, check it out. And, uh, Chuck, what about, what about you? If somebody wants to connect with you, is there a direct way to do so? Uh, yeah, you can find me on, uh, on LinkedIn, Charles, Chuck Richards, 
Uh, you can also shoot me an email at charles.richards at realgeeks.com. More than happy to connect and chat with anybody that'd like to know more. Perfect. Chuck, it's been a pleasure. It's good chatting with you, brother. Hey, likewise, Jeff. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Real Geeks. If you want to stand out in this highly competitive real estate market, you need to make sure your online presence is dialed in. All your lead sources need to play together to create a real estate sales machine, kind of like what we have. Real Geeks brings it all together to drive your business to the level that you want. So capture leads on your modern, optimized Real Geeks website, maximize the speed Speed to lead with AI, and yes, they have artificial intelligence. Keep your prospects engaged with dynamic automations, which you know is the key to nurturing. Look, Real Geeks has two mobile apps as well, a CRM app and an app for the consumer. So what are you waiting for? Chat with the experts at Real Geeks about creating a pipeline to create an actual career in this business. Get your special offer at realgeeks.com forward slash lab coat. Lab coat agents podcasts.